Pastor Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International. And today's sermon is the second part in our message on healing, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. I hope you'll be blessed by today's truths. Thank you for watching. Welcome back to the Fundamental Hour. On last week's broadcast, I began to preach a message about healing. And what I said last week in a basic review is, we cannot in this life always have physical healing. We live in a sin-cursed world. Sickness and disease and death is a part of our reality. No one is ever going to have a guarantee that they're going to be healthy. As a matter of fact, we're all going to get sick and we're all going to die. Every person healed in the Bible got sick and eventually died. But though we cannot be guaranteed physical healing and even sometimes not even good health, we can have emotional and mental and spiritual health. We do not have to be sick mentally and spiritually and emotionally. And God has given us some truths in the Bible to help us to be mentally and emotionally and spiritually well. And last week, I began to give you one of six different truths in how to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy. And the first truth was this. I said to you, we must understand that suffering and affliction is a part of life. You're not going to go through life and not deal with trials and suffering and affliction. It's going to happen. Enemies are going to rise against you. People are going to betray you. People are going to disappoint you. Physical uh, sickness will come to you. It's a part of life. That's the first step. We need to realize we're going to have to deal with some hardship. But in those disappointments and in those sufferings and hardships, we can still have the peace of God. We can still have emotional and mental and spiritual health. The second thing that we need to know and we need to understand if we're going to be healthy in our mind, heart, and spirit. We have to understand that God tries our faith. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, in verse number 7, it says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. The trial of your faith. A trial is a test, a temptation. God will test our faith. God will allow us to go through problems and weaknesses and afflictions to test the strength of our faith and to build the strength of our faith. And the Bible says that when we go through these trials, that our, our, our faith, is much like gold that goes through the fire. You see, when gold is put into the fire, it comes out a purer substance. The impurities that are mixed in with the gold are burned away and a more finer, a better gold comes out of that furnace of fire. And when we go into affliction, and we keep our faith in God. Our faith is made stronger. 
And we're made stronger and better to serve God. And the end of that is found in this verse. Just like as the gold comes out of the fire and it's purer and finer and better, we come out of our temptations finer and better and worthy of praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. God will reward us and honor us one day when we go through affliction and we keep the faith. I want you to not suffer mentally and emotionally and spiritually. I want you to be strong and healthy in those areas of your life. But you're going to have to first understand suffering, affliction is going to come. Number two, it's there to try your faith. And you must keep the faith through that suffering and affliction. And there's a reason that that comes so that you can be honored and rewarded one day. So you must see the trials of life as a good thing, not a bad thing. Number three, the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. The Bible is giving us one of the great secrets to mental and emotional health and spiritual health, and it revolves around the mind. Your mind is the gateway. It is the window to your soul. It is the window to your heart and spirit. As your mind goes, so will your heart and spirit. As your thinkings go, so will your heart and spirit. If your thinking is rotten, your heart will be rotten. And God says we need to think on these things. What things? Things that are pure, things that are honest, things that are true, things that are lovely, things that are of good report. We must fill our minds with things that are holy, things that are righteous. The mind is the battlefield. In the book of Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, the Bible says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Do you want to prosper mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? Do you want to have success in your mind and heart and spirit? then you need to meditate on the things of God. You need to meditate in God's truths. God said, think on these things. This is what is pure, the Word of God. This is what is true, the Word of God. This is what is lovely, the Word of God. This is what is of good report, the Word of God. This is what is holy and right. And this is what we need to put into our minds every day, every hour, we need to be filled with good thoughts. And when our minds are filled with good thoughts, 
we can have a healthy mental condition and a healthy emotional condition and a healthy spiritual condition. What are you feeding your mind? I'm thankful that you're watching this program today on TV, but most of what you watch on TV is rotten. Most of what you watch on TV is fornication. It's slander. It's things that are not good for your soul and for your mind. And I would encourage you to stop watching that which is unholy and not right. Stop watching other people on the internet and on your TV doing things that are wicked and sinful. Just because you're not doing it doesn't mean you're not sinning by watching it. And it's destroying your mind and your heart. It's destroying your relationship with God. We have to put in our minds things that are good. Six things that we can do to have a mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Number one, we must realize suffering is a part of life. Number two, we must realize God is going to test our faith. He wants to build our faith. Number three, we must, as I just said, think on things that are pure and right and holy. Number four, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. You want to be healthy? You want to have healing in your mind and emotions? Be thankful. God didn't say just pray. He said pray with thanksgiving. We cannot have a healthy mind if our mind is not filled with thankfulness. We must spend time every day counting our blessings. When's the last time you thanked God for the food that you ate? When's the last time you thanked God for the air you breathe? When's the last time you thanked God for the water you drink? When's the last time you thanked God for the clothes on your back? When's the last time you thanked God that you have a Bible? that you have a good church to go to, that you have people that love you. You say, preacher, well, I don't have all those things. Well, do you have any of those things? You see, that's the problem. We don't have everything somebody else has, and so we're miserable because our mind is filled with the fact that God is better to somebody else than He is to me, and that's a lie that Satan wants you to believe. What you need to fill your mind with is the good things God has done for you. Stop looking around at what everybody else has and thinking that you're, you don't got something. Look at what you have. The Bible says, let us be there with content, referring to food and raiment. Okay, you don't have everything someone else has. Well, neither do I. And neither does anyone else. But we can rejoice because God is good. And God is good all the time. And if God is good, and if He's good all the time, then every day we can give thanks. 
And in everything we can give thanks. In the deepest of our trials, in the greatest of our sufferings, we can be thankful to God. And it's when we are thankful to God that we can be emotionally and mentally and spiritually healthy. And if we're not thankful, we're not going to be healthy in our minds and our hearts. Some of you are suffering right now, greatly. Your heart is greatly bothered. Maybe it's because of what you think someone did to you, or what someone did to you, or what someone didn't do for you. Maybe it's because of something you're going through. When I ask you a question, have you thanked God today for anything? Because God said, for this is the will of God, that in everything we give thanks. In everything we give thanks. And we're not going to be healthy if we're not a thankful people. Number five, how to have mental and emotional and spiritual health. It says in 1 Timothy chapter 1, in verse number 6 and 6, verse number 7 through 10, it says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now I want you to notice that statement. They have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Folks, that's not talking about something physical. If you pierce yourself through with a spear, you're going to die. This is talking about you injuring yourself mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And it says that we pierce ourselves through with pain, with sorrow. Why? Because we follow after that which is sinful. And we don't forsake it. If we're going to be healthy in our mind and spirit, then we must confess and forsake sin. When I talk about spiritual health, I'm talking about your relationship with God. Your spirit is that part of you that allows you to communicate with God and to know God. And you're not going to have spiritual health when sin is between you and God. Now, we all sin, but if we want to be close to God, we got to be willing to admit and confess that sin, and we got to be willing to do something with that sin. we got to be willing to turn from that sin. Not to be God's child, but to be close to Him as His child. It's like a marriage. You can be married to a man or woman, but if you're sinning against them, you're not going to have a close and healthy relationship. And if you want to have a close and healthy relationship with God, then you're going to have to confess sin and you're going to have to stop piercing yourself through with sorrow because of your sin. Many of you suffer mentally and you suffer emotionally and you suffer spiritually because you've got sin in your life and you don't want to deal with it. 
Maybe you don't even know what the sin is because you don't spend enough time filling your mind with the Word of God. And I encourage you to put this Word, put the Word of God in your hearts and let the Holy Spirit speak to you about your sin. And when He reveals your sin in your life, forsake it, confess it, get rid of it so that you can draw nigh to God and you can be mentally, emotionally, spiritually. See, sometimes we're not healthy in our mind and heart because we're not right with God. I beg of you, deal with your sin. Your sin is injuring you. Don't let someone tell you that your problems are all because of something somebody else did to you. No, a lot of us are hurt emotionally, not because of what somebody else did to us, but because we refuse to forgive them. I hurt for every one of you out there who have gone through difficult times. People have done very, very wicked, simple things to you. And I wish I could change it. And I know you wish you could change it, but I can't change it. You can't change it. God's not going to change it. It happened. Don't let it continue to ruin the rest of your life. But learn to find grace in your heart from God and forgive those who have hurt you because the, what is causing all the pain in your heart is not what they did to you, but it's the fact that you won't let it go and you won't forgive them. And I know that's a hard truth and I know that's difficult to receive, but it's true and it's biblical. And if you don't believe me, just look at the life of Jesus Christ. He who knew no sin became sin and he hung on a cross and he died for our sins and on the cross he said father forgive them and if Jesus Christ can offer forgiveness to you and I then you can offer forgiveness to the people that have done evil things against you and stop the pain in your heart and in your mind that's getting in the way with your relationship with God you're causing your own pain through your own sin of a lack of forgiveness and the other sins that you refuse to deal with in your life. When you continue in fornication, you're doing damage to your own self. Forsake it. Be right. Do right. Be holy. It is a must if you're going to have mental and emotional and spiritual health. I said there's six things. Number one, you have to understand suffering and affliction is a part of life. I said number two, God will try your faith. Number three, you have to think on these things. You have to fill your mind with good things. Number four, you have to be thankful every day. Number five, you got to confess and forsake sin. I had a young man that was counseling with me. And we were counseling over particular issues in his life, certain difficulties that he was having. He had a lot of questions, and we had some relationship problems between each, he and I. And one day, as I sat in my office, I said to this young man, you know, I think I just figured out what your problem is. You don't trust anybody. And he listened to what I was saying. He left my office that day, and he came back 
about a week later, and he said to me, he said, Pastor, you're right. What you said to me, that I didn't trust anybody. He said, you were exactly right. He said, I haven't trusted anybody for a long time. And he began to tell me what had happened to him when he was seven years old. How somebody that was very important in his life, somebody that should be a protector in his life, injured him and did something very wicked to him. And, of course, it was a very difficult thing for him to go through, but he said to me, he said, Pastor, I have now forgiven that person. And I want to tell you that that young man has never been the same since. He was able to find healing in his mind and in his heart and his spirit when he let it go, what someone had done to him. When he forgave the wicked, he found peace with God and from God. And I beg of you today, don't let your sins of unforgiveness and all the other sins you commit keep you from having joy in your heart and mental and spiritual health. The sixth thing that you need to do to have mental, emotional, and spiritual healing is found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. The Bible says, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. That's what we want. We want peace in our mind, peace in our heart, and we want peace with God. And the Bible says that the God of peace shall be with you if you do what? If you do what you've learned and received and heard from the Apostle Paul. Paul said, if you'll obey what I've taught you, the God of peace will be with you. And that's the sixth truth today. How to have mental, spiritual, and emotional health. Obey God. Learn to obey your Master, learn to obey your Lord. Obedience is a sure road to mental, emotional, and spiritual health. We cannot expect to have peace, contentment, and joy while we're busy being disobedient to God's commands. Obedience is not a prison sentence. It is a road to enlightenment. Obedience is a doorway to prosperity of the mind and soul and spirit. Without obedience, no man can be spiritually well. Obey God. Fill your heart and mind with good thoughts, with pure things. Be filled with thanksgiving. Let your sin go. Admit it, confess it, forsake it, and obey God. God, and you can find mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. I hope this message last week and this week has, has helped you. If it has, we'd like to hear from you. If you'd like to know more, if you have questions for us, please contact us. If you didn't hear last week's message, the first part of this message, please go to our YouTube channel, find that message on healing, and get the help you need. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. We'll see you next time. God bless you.